Hello, and thank you for joining the SoCal Artist second episode. This is Ryan Kinseth, and let's talk about oil painting today. Perfect. So today we're going to be talking about setting up your oil painting station. So I'm going to be going into a couple different things here, talking about the easels to purchase, paints to purchase, what type of mediums to use, pretty much setting up your entire oil painting station from scratch. These are things I wish I learned knowing what I was getting into when I started oil painting in 2018. And I think it would be very beneficial for beginner to intermediate artists to know what supplies you can purchase um, and, and what is more of a necessity. And then what are some added benefits to purchasing other types of materials. So to get into this, let's, let's start it off with easels. As far as easels go, we can, we can have a range between the pricing and easels. There's... $20 easels you can purchase at Michael's um, and then there's some really expensive easels that have open boxes where it can store the paints and you can set it up on a tripod and use it anywhere you're you're headed that go you know 100 plus 200 plus and you, you can get into some very pricey easels. Now some of you have a station set up that might be in a home on a desk and in terms of an oil painting setup, I would highly recommend an area that has some ventilation. Now, oil painting back in the day used to be, it used to have a lot of toxic materials, um, such as some of the, the paints containing lead or some certain cadmium colors containing some toxic paints. However, nowadays, a lot of the companies have switched to non-toxic ingredients within all of their paints. It is still recommended, especially with the type of materials that I'm gonna break it down with, to, to still have a ventilated space. However, the materials you purchase um, and that I'll try to steer you towards are ones that are safe to be working with. So, just getting it started with easels, that $20 easel, you can purchase it at Michael's and another art store that I tend to shop a lot at is Blick. It's a chain that services pretty uh, pretty widespread in the uh, in the U United States. You could probably order online. Same with you know a lot of other art supplies post-COVID. There's going to be a lot more online ordering here. So when it comes to easels, you know, start small. It's it's just a station to to set up your painting on. It doesn't need to be too fancy. You can also do desktop easels as well. Um, you know, once you get your easel going, let's let's get into more of the meat here. You're gonna want some. I'll just get, run through some basic basics real fast, which aren't that complicated. You're gonna want a palette. I recommend the wooden palette. The wooden palette tends to be a nicer feel. It's easier to scrape up with the palette knife. Um, this is. Typically what I lean towards, there's some other palettes that are more ceramic or a different type of material. Some people I see work with glass, you know, there's some nice uh, palettes. I would recommend 
any smooth surfaces because you you're going to be scraping up paint and you don't want any of it to get lost in the in the palette you want to try to get get as much paint off of the palette as possible so the wooden palette works perfect for me kind of that typical picture perfect palette you'd expect with the hole to put your thumb in it's nice to prop up on your fingers so i would recommend getting the wooden palette after the wooden palette let's talk about palette knives now this is starting to get a little bit different in terms of where you can go with palette knives there's a really small palette knife it looks like a little spearhead i originally started with this palette knife now what I noticed over time was it's a little too flexible and when I go to, to mix paints, it would actually not pick up much of the paint because it was bending, it was almost making a, a U shape where I needed a flat knife that was gonna have some weight to it. So I ended up purchasing a knife that kinda looks like a, <laughs> kinda looks like a giant machete. Um, but not not so giant. It's it's a smaller version of a machete, but it's it's big enough that it's a flat surface. It's gonna have some weight on it, and it's not gonna bend too much. And this is perfect for me for mixing paints. It picks up all the paint off the palette. I'm able to to combine it uh, the other paints very fluidly. So we got our easel, we got our palette, we got our palette knife. Let's get into more of the meat here. Get you know toolboxes. Don't worry so much about a toolbox. I've had you know buckets, and I would take a bag, the glass. I looked ridiculous, but you can buy a toolbox very easily um, to put all your paints in. So let's let's keep this more towards maybe more where the confusion tends to lie. Two of the biggest painting brands for oil painting is Windsor and Gamblin. Now Windsor. Uh, Windsor is a good starting brand. You could buy a tube of paint for under $10 and it's going to last you ages. Uh, this is what I ended up purchasing with my first palette that I was learning to paint with. But I will say you, you, it's a good start starting point. Um, over time, you might tend to realize, hey, I'm going to bump it up to a nicer quality paint that tends to be in a smaller bottle and you'll notice that it's not going to be as runny um, and it's going to hold the the color a little bit better um, it's not going to be as doled out it's going to feel different over time but to start it off you know if you really want to see if you're going to get into oil painting maybe purchase a smaller windsor bottle uh, tubes with some of the basic colors blue yellow red uh, titanium white and ivory black start off with these basic colors you can make any colors out of primary colors and different tones of these colors with a grayscale using black and white so if you're looking to get started in oil painting just buy these colors don't get crazy with it and you don't need to go off and buy a bunch of different colors because it's going to start to get a bit overwhelming now, something that Windsor and Gamblin tend to tend to have is series numbers. So, with series numbers, you know, if you're if you realize you like it, hey, I want to bump this up to a little bit nicer quality paints that aren't going to be as runny or um, 
get a look more vibrant. You know, you're really getting a feel for it and you, you're committed. I'm going to get into what I recommend. I started with Windsor. I, it was good for me at the time. I did not even get close to finishing the tubes because they were huge tubes and very cheap. <clears throat> I moved on to, to gambling. And, you know, in Blick uh, is where I typically shop at. Um, they're not a sponsor, but hey, Blick, if you ever listen to this, I'm free to, free to sponsor here. So Blick is an amazing art store. They have a professional section and they have some more intermediate sections. To You don't have to go super expensive. But the series numbers are what you're going to start looking at within the paints. So the series are going to range through one through six. I'm not sure if that's what it does in Windsor, but I've been using gambling for ever since I uh, weaned off the Windsor and I haven't looked back. But series one through six. Now here's the catch with when you're bumping up to nicer paints. There is going to be plenty of nicer paints that don't go higher than a series one or two. It doesn't mean that they're bad quality. It just means this is a nicer paint. However, it's not as top notch in terms of some of these other series. Uh, it also might have something to do with scarcity, I think, because they're all professional quality. When you go to that professional grade section and you're purchasing a series one ivory black and you're wondering, why is this a series one? I can't find anything higher than a series one. I I have a feeling it's probably because um, maybe they have a lot of series ones, so they're they're pricing it pretty low. Now I might not be correct in that estimate, but you know you might get a series five or six cadmium blue, and you're like, this thing's gold. I mean, the the difference between a series one and a series six is gonna range from eight dollars in a small tube to possibly. $35 in a in a big tube. I mean, I'm sorry, in a small tube with a higher series. So it can it can range pretty drastically. I think it might have more to do with also the quality, but also the scarcity of those, you know, those colors. Maybe they're not making as many because they're not as purchased. Might be just typical supply and demand there. But yeah, I mean, I, I went to gambling and never looked back. The series one through six, they last me a while. And I make sure when I'm using this on the, the palettes that I'm not using more than I'm about to do in my work session. So let's let's move on. You know, we've talked about the palette, the easel, the palette knife, Let's move and the paints. Let's move on to mediums and paint thinners. Now this is a this is a very very interesting topic because I hear so many different ways to do this. So let me just tell you the way I did it, and I'll I'll tell you starting off um, how I ended up purchasing a lot more supplies than I needed, and what I ended up using in the long term. Uh, so when I first when I first started, I purchased turpentine, which, by the way, is is to is one of the most toxic oil pa uh, oil painting paint thinners you can work with. Now they might they might have made it better over the years, but it's got a it's got a heavy scent to it. You'd you'd smell turpentine, and you know someone's working with turpentine. 
So you got turpentine, um, you got some other paint thinners that kind of gear towards that toxic, um, toxic way of working with paints. Now this is just from my experience and my research. There's really only one way to go with paint thinners and that's Gamsol. Um, it's gonna be sold out in some Michael stores that you go to. Once again, I'd recommend ordering online or going to Blick. I mean, Blick has these giant bottles of Gamsol and they last me forever. And they have these tiny ones if you end up traveling with your paints. So uh, <clears throat> you really can't go wrong with Gamsol. That's going to be the best paint thinner out there. Now, in terms of mediums, uh, actually, let's let's stay here on Gamsol because this is this is a pretty big topic that people talk about. In terms of paint thinners, what you're going to want to do is use Gamsol. It's a non-toxic paint thinner. You you know it's it's safe. Supposedly, I'd still recommend ventilated areas, um, but it's a safe, non-toxic way of working and moving, spreading paint thinner across the canvas which is something you're definitely gonna need for oil painting. Now in terms of mediums, so a medium is something that thickens paint, uh, which is gonna make it dry slower, whereas uh, paint thinners are gonna make it dry quicker because it, it's spreading the paint out. It's, it's actually spreading it so thin that the paint dries very quickly. Now a medium's gonna get a nice thick glob in there but it's gonna take a lot longer to dry with. Um, so in terms of mediums, there is quite a few mediums out there. You know, I purchased resins, I purchased um, different oils, um, I purchased, uh, what were some of the media? There's some solvent-free, I, I can't even pronounce some of the galkide, um, Probably I might not even be saying that correctly. And let me just tell you the one that I highly, highly recommend. The paint thinner that I would recommend, <clears throat> excuse me, the paint thinner that I'd recommend, I'm sorry, the paint medium that I'd recommend would be linseed oil. Now linseed oil is, it, it, there is linseed oil already in all of your paints and it's what gives it that, um, that thickness to the paint. And it'll, sometimes it's almost like when you purchase peanut butter from Trader Joe's and you got that organic stuff and there's a layer of watery film with the peanut butter. That, that's what it reminds me of when I, you know, you'll sometimes get a paint and it'll, it'll get this watery layer on it. Um, it's the linseed oil and the, the paints mixing themselves. Sometimes it doesn't mix correctly or it's, or it's just been settling in maybe a, the wrong temperature, but it's typically okay. Um, but linseed oil really is something that I always make sure to include for all of my oil paintings. And that's been the only paint medium I've really needed. I, I follow... Um, I follow quite a few artists that will use resins, which is, it, it looks like it works for them. And I'll see people use um, the Galkide. But I will say, I've only needed linseed oil. And, and I barely use the linseed oil too. 
when I took an oil painting class in in this Los Angeles art school, um, I didn't go to the school. I just took this this oil painting figure class there. The teacher didn't even use mediums at all. I mean, he would he would grab the brush and say, "Dry paint, dry paint," and spread the paint, spread the paint. You really don't even need to use mediums unless you're trying to achieve a matte look, a specific look to your paintings. There's plenty of artists out there that will paint without using mediums. So um, to break it down real fast, I an easel palette a wooden palette a palette knife that's got kind of a an edge on it um, that looks like a small little machete um uh gambling oil paints um i tend to go the nicer quality because i really notice it but if you're just starting feel free to purchase you know wincers uh, just get maybe the smaller bottles and see if you like what you're doing um keep it to the primary colors the black and white so red, yellow, and blue, and black and white. Um, and then uh, Gamsol, so paint thinner. You're gonna need, um, it, the, the Gamsol's a, a must. And if you want, get, get Linsity Oil, but it's not a necessity. It will just give it a thicker look. And then grab paper towels over time if you really like what you're doing. Purchase the mechanic paper towels that are being used. And mechanics that are blue, they tend to white paint very, very well. Um, over time, I would recommend purchasing those. But I worked with paper towels, just normal kitchen towels, uh, plenty of times, just bounty. Um, other than that, in a well-ventilated area, Purchase as far as canvases that might have been the only thing I missed here Canvases, you know, you can buy the the canvas that's already um, Set up that's already primed You can't go wrong with different canvases. You're not going to notice much of a difference till later on I tend to like the glass panels um, as I got deeper into my oil paintings, but I was purchasing the normal canvases from Michaels. You could buy value packs, you know, five for um, fifteen dollars and and they work just fine you're not going to notice a difference in canvases to later on where you might realize oh this is a bit firmer and it feels a little higher quality linen uh, you're not going to go wrong with canvases so purchase whatever size feels fine to you and make sure it says primed on the packaging because this is going to take away a step that you could prime your canvases with gesso to get a layer on there prior to the painting to, to achieve a certain look, but a lot of them come pre-primed. So other than this, this is, this is how you could set up your station as, for oil painting, getting started and collectively, I mean, you're looking at maybe um, a little under 200 if you're doing it correctly. Maybe you could even achieve a, a cheaper um, collective price it could be under 150 100 dollars if you're you're playing this correctly and you're really just trying it out uh as you move on i'll i'll release an oil painting station for more advanced so we can start talking specifics on colors on how i'm using the mediums i'm going to be releasing a podcast on uh, more so the process behind oil painting 
this is merely a set up your station type podcast so please let me know what you have questions with um remember to just try it out purchase cheap see if you like it if you do like it then don't feel bad about making the investment to go a little bit uh higher quality with all the canvas paints um even if you want a a nicer easel if you're gonna keep keep doing this and keep loving oil painting then go all out it's probably an investment that's worth purchasing so thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed the second episode